Ladies, you're looking lovely, all three of you. Is is that supposed to happen? This feedback? It, is it supposed to come on speakers? Yeah. Yes. Oh no, wow. it just came. It wasn't there before, was it? It was. Was it? Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I have to say, you're looking charming, all three of you. I wish I had suited up, but. <laughs> It's the best I can do. I love it. <laughs> I'm really happy this is happening first and foremost because you know this Women's Day thing that Netflix does every year is the exclusive prerogative for female journalists and lady radio presenters and TV presenters and for the first time men are being allowed in and a few select men and I've been pushing for this for a long time. <laughs> so this to me is diversity and inclusion. So thank you for doing this most importantly. Prajakta, what is it that you wish men would understand about women? Oh my god. Why haven't I thought about this? <laughs> All of you have to take it. So maybe oh you can start thinking of your answers. I, what I wish men would understand about women. I think a little bit of everything. Every single day. I, I feel like, I mean, for some reason, I just think, keep thinking of Rashank, who's my boyfriend. And it's just always, it's like, why you don't get it? Like, you know, it's just, uh, it keeps coming to the most stupid things. Wow, I do not have an answer for this, actually. I have not thought about it. It's a very loaded question. Yeah. And yeah. it's okay to not have an answer to yeah. this also, actually. Yeah, but something that's, that's just come off the top of your head. I think uh, to maybe unlearn the idea of women that's been passed down to them from generations yeah. maybe uh, shed off the how women have been represented in popular media over the years and uh, be be inclusive and be open to the idea of uh, women storytelling so if there is a female creator saying something which comes from an actual experience don't invalidate that be open to validating a female experience uh, and not just brush it off that eh, so maybe that Ritasha Kusha so articulate so I will say plus one to that but what do I wish men understood about women that uh, thing keeps coming to my head which is obviously very very uh, trendy on, on the social media right now whatever you can do I can do bleeding <laughs> um <laughs> So maybe something about that somewhere to understand the humanness of it all underneath everything else. Ki really, like, let's level with one another and uh, be people. Yeah, you've got a PP and I've got a VV, but we're people. Basic thing like the our, uh, our starting lines are not the same. You know, I feel that knowing that and acknowledging that would be great. You have a boyfriend who plays acoustic uh, guitar songs for you. He does. Live. He does. Which is why, which is why you're not being able to come up with anything right now because you're, <laughs> you're, you're perfectly understood. I think therein, therein is the problem <laughs> for me as an interviewer question. No other reason. Have you, Kusha, had to stop yourself from putting out some content because of your gender sometimes? Oh shit, man, I'm a woman. Should I be doing this or not? Or have you gone past that stage now? No, no, I, I, I've never stopped myself from Super. putting some sort of content out because I always get a lot of cheerleading from my female followers and from the LGBTQ community who always, always support me and have been my biggest cheerleaders, uh, sometimes even more than women. So I've never had to, but there have been times when I've put out content and I've been like, oh, this one's going to get a lot of hate from men. So uh, that's happened. And and for some reason, I feel like the, 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 the men who now, watch my content have also evolved with me and they're okay with the ideas that I put out so so that's interesting that that's an interesting journey personal journey to see with my content have you had to do that Ritasha ever put out any kind of content and say oh I'm a woman should I be doing this or have you passed that stage 
I don't give an I, flying you know I what? have very very kind parents who never raised me to look at myself right. uh, as different from any other gender so luckily my sister and I just grew up thinking that yeah this is life and we are who we are so I've never had to do that so blessed blessed but no same same exactly the same oh, with my family with my close friends with my team in fact there was there's never a conversation that happens you know we could have done this but uh, i don't think it should you should do it maybe a male creator that that has never been a conversation so a lot of times in the uh, like when i started doing my f- very first interviews when someone would ask me this i would literally not have an answer because i never looked at like it had gender had nothing to do with anything i've ever done growing up in life you know um, so yeah same exactly so i've never like not done something so i've i've two little ones uh, you know they're they're 8 and 2 they're both girls you and are I'm a like, lucky man yeah i am i'm very very lucky and i'm thinking that when the time comes to talk about periods and sex i would like to do it with them and not just Fantastic. leave it to my wife i just want to know with you guys because you, I mean, you probably grew up early 2000s 90s did the fathers get involved i mean that doesn't make them villainous i mean it's just i, I don't yeah. think they did and in fact i spoke about this in in an earlier interview you that okay. that no no not about this particularly but i just spoke about how my dad uh, we're also two sisters so my dad was a father to two daughters and he didn't have any template to follow he didn't he didn't have have any experience or any uh, familiarity he could look at and and learn how to bring up his own daughters so uh, while he was not very uh, i would say expressive or he didn't actually sit us down and tell us about oh this is this is menstruation and this is how it's going to be he was always very very respectful of our space because i remember for the first uh, 12 years of 14 years of my life my mom dad and my sister and i used to live in the same room and sleep in the same room so he always knew what was up right so he would always give us the space he would always maybe step out of the room if he had to if he had to change if you do stuff like that so he's been very mindful and respectful and once i got married uh, he was more open to me about stuff like this and now he very openly talks to me about anything and everything so yeah it's also um, i think it also takes time because your parents also evolve with you so yeah no, but that's wonderful what you're saying because you know i've had chachas and you know relatives saying there was no internet at that time so there was no template but even if there was no internet and there was no template a man was respectful enough to turn around and say i'll give them space i think big ups ritasha you won't take that my dad i mean he's also similar no this kind of respect and mindful about everything but nope when i got my period i only told my mom of course and she had prepped me for it and all she was very kind she drew a diagram ovaries egg gave oh, over us love it <laughs> but uh, i got my period then the next day i've not been able to look at my dad in his eye that night being like i don't know i've got my period how can i look at my father and the next day i asked my mom did you tell him and she was like yeah chill out <laughs> but it was a bit of a, like a, he's a man and i did feel that way because my dad wasn't he's also not at all expressive he's very very like born in the 60s that kind of Um, man <laughs> what to say <laughs> the tremble in the man <laughs> he's evolving also now with three women in the house he has no option but to evolve <laughs> and the same thing is going to happen to you also <laughs> same actually uh, so i had spoken to mama when i got my uh, first period and uh, so he never really told me about that but every month after that until today that conversation is extremely normal in our house because it's mama baba and me i'm the only child and i'm very very close to my parents we are extremely friendly it's like it's like roommates you know it's like that um so anytime there was kabhi hichak nahi hoti hai kabhi baat karne mein ki you know i can't do this because i'm on my period like a lot of times like i'll get up and he's like why are you looking so puffy today you got your period like what what happened like are you okay do you are you going to work out should you be work do you feel like it so it's very fluid conversation like that um so i remember my parents telling me that um you know if there is anything that happens 
I'm telling you right now that come to us before you go to your friends or you go to your uh, my sister Barkha Idi and I we are very close. Like before you even go to Barkha, you come to us. Whatever it is, we'll handle it. And that kind of uh, even with YouTube, with starting something new, that gave me a lot of security overall. So even today, when I get challenged to do anything, they're always the first person I go to. Wonderful. Now I'm going to come to uh, you know just bits of your work which I really really admire. I like that in Masaba Ritasha, there's a, a very subliminal statements being made. I mean, I I, I go through it all the time. Because I used to hide behind audio as a medium, and audio is, doesn't remain audio anymore. It's all about video. I'm extremely body conscious, so I'm like constantly thinking I'm fat and this and that and whatever. And you know, you just normalized it so beautifully. I mean, it's uh, there's a lot to be said for. Is Dia the character? Have I got the Gia, name right? Dia, yeah. And you know, Masaba's friend. She's just so cool, just unabashed. I thought it was a great choice of part. Also great on the writer and the way you've played it. That's it. It was actually. So talk to me a little about. That part and what it, what it meant to you. Props to the writers because um, through the whole of season one, there was no real mention of Gia being a big girl. There was one line where she did tell Masaba like, "Oh, you're eating your feelings. That sounds like something I'd do." And when we did the first table read only, I was like, "I don't think this line needs to be there." Um, luckily, it didn't make the final cut. Thank God, because I was like, "Let's not reduce this girl to this." Um, all along in media, we've only seen larger women being represented as a comic relief or some kind of a funny aunt or best friend like even that the role of sweet tooth from kal ho na ho it's just like what is happening she's a breathing living human being with a whole life of her own and that's why i liked masaba's writing so much cuz it was about Gia, a person who happens to be a little big, that is not her defining quality. She's smart, she's successful, she's sexual, she's fun, she's flirty, she's vivacious, she's all of these things. Yeah, lovely. And when I watch Ben's playing, <laughs> I just love how you take the piss out of certain things. I mean, I know it. It starts off being great entertainment and comedy, but the messaging is just unbelievable. I mean, you guys are not even afraid to take on the Karan Johars and the the YRFs of the world, saying, you know, if if a girl has short hair, then you know she's got to change herself for the guy and things like that. And big ups to you guys. So, how much are you involved with with you know that kind of stuff when you look at lines when you're creating lines saying. You know, this is what we need to do. Um, there's a lot of room for improv in Behan's planning, uh, and what's amazing is that there are a lot of reads before you actually shoot. And in those reads, and props to the entire team, props to our director Sophie, and props to uh, every single person who's worked in Behan's planning, whether it's Trishti, Dolly, Trinetra, and I'm sorry if I'm missing any names out here, um, Niharika. So um, we all really immerse ourselves in that experience because we feel it. You know, it's it's almost like you're living every single line that's being said, and you want to say it, and you've always wanted to say it. Now you're getting now Netflix is sponsoring this entire show on YouTube and is allowing you to say these things. And for about people Netflix about Netflix titles, <laughs> this is this is an unbelievable uh, premise. This is an unbelievable situation. Imagine uh, the 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 platform that's hosting these titles is giving you the freedom to say anything and everything about the titles it's hosting. I could not have been in, in a more fortunate situation. I feel, and uh, I genuinely feel, and I've heard it. 
from somebody on clubhouse that if any work should exist its criticism should also exist right and that's true for anyone so uh, shout out to hannah who said it on our clubhouse session once so i feel like that's what behens planning is about right and we're super involved and kudos to the entire team at netflix because they really believe in that property in that ip and they push it and they push it despite whatever feedback we initially got you know initially people were like what is this female gaze what is what do you mean reviews from a female gaze why is it needed and it's too good yeah and then it just had a community of its own and then the jokes are like inside jokes which only like the audience of behens planning get so uh, it's a really fun set you missed me i missed that's why i was like i'm missing somebody it's a really fun set i had yeah. a blast I'm so sorry whatever little part i was of the it, it's a really fun set yeah so prajakta and i shot and i remember that we were allowed to improv also yeah. we improved so many yeah. uh, sketches and all also it's just too much fun so yeah and when i look at your work which is other than what you're doing in the in the youtube channel when i see mismatched i saw that brilliant short film that you sent me oh my god you know these are again very telling comments <laughs> rohit saraf's character breaks all the stereotypes of what men should be and rightfully so he's the soppy guy who wants to get married and he's full of mush and you know you're the smart uh, you know i want to be his cyber super kid and also the short film so talk to me about those those choices as far as your uh, non mostly sane content is concerned um so khali pulao actually released first but we shot mismatched first i remember when i got a call from panchmi um saying hey there's this show and back then it was called uh, when dimple met rishi because that's what sandhya menon's novel is called that we adapted so um she said there's a show called when dimple met rishi i said okay and uh, we're looking for you to audition for dimple and i was like oh sure i said and I, auditions make me very very nervous like i'm always like i can't do this like i i don't know like i don't know how to do it um so she sent me the script she sent me the character sketch and everything and i saw it and i remember i was like it was so refreshing even the concept the character sketch of dimple which was like seven eight lines was so refreshing because a like everyone said it had nothing to do with the way she looked it had nothing to do with what she wanted in life romantically there it was not there in the character sketch the sketch literally spoke about how she is trying to uh, how she is very focused she's known what she wants to do all her life not the friendliest not very uh, likable which again was a great thing to put on the character and she's not likable if you met a dimple in life you're not going to like her immediately you know so i thought it was so interesting and so refreshing to read a character sketch like that as much as i was dreading the audition i did make make it and i remember uh, i was supposed to fly to japan uh, for a, a youtube event and uh, that was clashing with my audition timing so i told sudeep oops can't go I have to go to... and there was a cyclone in japan and my flight got pushed 7 hours a mm-hmm. uh, 6 hours sudeep is like now go i said i'm wearing sweat pants and a sweat shirt i said fine i'm going but i'm not going to wear my lenses i'm not doing makeup i'm not like ironing my hair i'm not doing anything and i went as is and that's what they wanted in the character they were like this is perfect we don't want her to be done up and that was just how do you say no to a character that's so beautiful and the way like i said before gazal and the whole writing team uh, sort of uh, went so when i went on set it dimple was served to me on a platter they my direction team and my writers team knew exactly who she is what she likes what she doesn't like so it was very simple for me also i related to her a lot wonderful okay i've been given just 20 minutes so i think i have a time for one last round 
and this is actually about interesting lady directors amazing voices i mean uh, there was zoya akhtar and there was ashwini ayer tiwari they're still around and then there are these new voices i mean there's karishma who's doing the fame game whole bunch of new directors uh, so kusha uh, a lady director that you'd love to work with and why you find her very very interesting um zoya akhtar for sure i mean <laughs> i could take any name at this point uh, you could take even phoebe waller bridge's name at oh, this yeah. point because this is a dream question but uh, i feel like zoya akhtar has this beautiful um, almost like a fly on the wall perspective on things it's like her storytelling is where she's not a part of the world that she's presenting but she's she almost has a very uh, what's the right word like it, it has it's, it's a very beautiful gaze and it's it's a gaze where you're in the story but you're still not a part of the story so uh, definitely her but i love kanika dhillo's characters oh, yes. how she writes and i feel like uh, rumi in marmarzia for instance uh, so messy topsy's character yeah so stupid <laughs> and uh, uh, so reckless and i feel like so, like imtiaz ali writes male characters that are completely all over the place messy and they need like female saviors to save them and i feel like when i see women being compl- completely flawed and uh, yeah. making such rash decisions and uh, completely uh, not choosing the best thing for themselves i totally relate to that i'm like hard relate i would do something so self destructive beautiful answer and yeah. as far as zoya is concerned she's really you know redeemed herself all those people who said she only makes urban movies look at what gali boy is yeah. my god but yeah. even with uh, i feel like a movie like luck by chance Correct. it was a very out- it was not like where Underrated. i'm in it it was yeah. not it was a very outsider perspective to the world so where you could feel, you could leave feeling oh no oh, oh, what just happened so yeah for no, sure, for sure. <laughs> Ritasha all of them <laughs> yeah all of them after i worked with sonam and masawa i was like i just want to work with incredible uh, female directors got very lucky got to work with reema kakti on yeah. one very small thing i was like wow but zoya definitely phoebe of course uh, alankrita nitya mehra all of them yeah. just give it to me like juhi chaturvedi uh, anvita dat i mean there's so many beautiful yeah. female voices now jo bhi kaam de de and i feel even kosar should direct now you know these are all wonderful wonderful women same in fact everyone they just named also gauri shinde's work i really really yes. like uh, anu menon i would love to work with so I, I, like ritasha said everyone hire us hire us <laughs> <laughs> thank you ladies happy women's day to all thank of you thank you listen i'm thank such a huge fan you. every time i talk to you yeah. right before you walked in i was just like i'm like okay. your voice is soothing it's oh like nutella spreading on soft bread oh wow yeah i'm i'm oh super I've never, i've never had that description thank That's you that's beautiful makhan jaisi awaaz no <laughs> i agree thank you. Thank you, Rishi. Super intimidated in this interview, man. <laughs>